Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Candy Fox Show. This is your hostess, Candy Fox, and I am so excited. We have golden, you know what? I am such a bad hostess. I did not ask you the correct pronunciation of your last name before we went on air. Oh, and now I am caught with my panties down, so there you go. <laughs> yep, Zermak. It's a lot easier than it looks. So. Zermak. Okay, well, see, now my, my coach, I was talking to you about my friend Randy. His last name is Slavacek. Oh, so I'm not even going to try I actually can do these things if I remember to ask ahead of time. <laughs> oh, I'm going to admit right? something. You and I were having such a good time talking that I just totally forgot about it. So, and that's kind of how the interviews go too. So you all can like listen while he and I have a conversation. Just you know, feel free to call in if you want. It's uh, 914-205-5399, and I'm also in the chat room. Um, so I'm going to make you feel like you're actually eavesdropping on a private conversation because that's how I roll, <laughs> and I hope you guys enjoy it. Excellent. Looking forward Yay. to that. <laughs> <laughs> now, how did you get from being an engineer to – nope, nope, I did that wrong. Yes, chem- chemical engineering, ha-ha, uh, to photography. It was it was one of those cases where it was a hobby that was kind of my, my pressure release valve on the weekends um, that kind of evolved into a, a career. It was one of those um, starting off doing the, the typical stuff, the portraits, the senior portraits, the, the newborns trying to dabble in, in a little bit of everything to kind of figure it out. And then um, all of a sudden going to do one fitness, uh, fitness and then having an author get in touch um, to see if I did book covers, and I had no clue at the time. I was like, oh, Fabio stuff. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll talk about him later. Let me try to figure out what to do, pricing, all this contract stuff, you know, is all new to me. And so I was doing that mainly on weekends to to start with and then using vacation time to travel and, and things like that. And it just kind of exploded. But um, social media was a lot different back then too. You know, Facebook and stuff, your reach was, was a lot wider without having to like these <laughs> posts. And, uh, it's getting, it's uh, getting uh, smaller and smaller unless you're willing to pay more and more. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so it, but things went viral so much easier back then. But that's what happened to me, and um, it was literally within two years I was going uh, full time. It was a scary move, but I went full time from the engineering career into the well, the regulatory slash engineering career into the photography stuff, which just kind of was like, wow, it was very scary. Okay, now uh, but... I'm going to preface this next <laughs> statement with the fact that I'm old. But I believe that you've crossed the 1,700 threshold mark for covers now? Uh, yes, actually just this last week, I think. Um, yeah, it was uh, last week that I crossed it. So I was really happy to have that happen. It was one of those milestones that's kind of not like you're one of the major ones, but it was still one of those that's like, wow, can't believe uh, things are still going going strong. I know every time I turn around, there's a, I just sold the post. I'm like, yay, I'm, I'm so excited for you. <laughs> and then I tell everybody, like when I talk to people on TikTok, I'm so glad you're going to shoot with Golden. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm an author and I like stuff. And yeah. So. <laughs> well, actually, it's been, I've been very fortunate during this last year when everything's been kind of shut down to try to reevaluate things and try to stay in the forefront by, by doing different things. Um, and marketing and stuff like that, which I think has paid off. Plus, um, let's be frank, a lot of people have been home reading and stuff like that. So it's benefited authors, too, from what I can tell, because the clientele hasn't really slowed down from that perspective. So I'm glad to see that, you know, the proverbial rising tide lifts all boats. Uh, COVID aside, you know, um, I'm thankful. Yeah, oh, yeah. Last, Last April, my Kindle Unlimited reads exploded. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. everybody was home. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, so I was, I was really happy. Um, things, things were really good. And I think the key for me, anyway, was just kind of pushing and staying in the forefront of everybody's mind. It's like, I'm still here. <laughs> Might not be traveling yeah. as much and doing that, but we're still here. So that's uh, one of those that I think everybody I know. And then Golden and I keep trying to meet, and they keep canceling our July schedule. So, uh, like twice now. I know. It's twice. Exactly. We have it on the calendar. And this last one was really quick, too. It was like on there and then off again. <laughs> They're like, found and determined that we're not going to hang out and, like, you know, enjoy some 420. I just, I swear. I, I know. We've got to wait until 20. I guess there's a lot of 20s in there, too. Yeah, well, I guess it'll be a luckier year, right? Because you got all those twos. That's, that's true. That's true. Now I'm going to have to look up what six is because that's what it adds up to in, in numerology. Oh, yes. Because I'm weird like that. I'm, this is weird, though. <laughs> I'm Latin for the last year, especially, you know. Oh, gosh, you know. Let me look we, wow. we also like the same people on TikTok. Just, I noticed that. I'm like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, there's a guy that you've already shot with, the, the Dom guy, the, the single mm-hmm. dad. Um, and I love, I've always loved his videos. They're, 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 I just think they're cool. He does something a little unusual out of the box. Um, and then of course, Sherman Tank, the, the big cowboy guy that's always splitting woods or playing with the, the cows or whatever. So, yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm just freezing on TikTok and I was noticing that too. I'm like, he's chopping wood a lot. <laughs> well, he has a mini farm. We were talking about Carhartts because, um, for those, Mm-hmm. Farmers out there in the know, Carhartts are what keep you warm. You can go out Absolutely. in like negative, negative, negative weather, and your Carhartts are going to keep you toasty. Absolutely, definitely. I've got a couple here too, just just for that reason. It doesn't get cold in Bama too often, but it, when it does get cold, it gets a little chilly. So, <laughs> well, now see, I'm, I'm from Indiana, so. Although it's not like Wisconsin or Colorado, you know, where we don't drop like minus a lot. We always have one or two weeks where we're up to like minus 10, minus 12. Um, You know, and and being a country girl, you still had to go feed livestock (laughs) and, you know, take care of them and all that good stuff. So that stuff does not stop, even though you want to be huddled inside. And I had a wood-burning stove as a kid, too. So there was a lot of wood chopping in Holland and, yeah. Oh wow, yeah, that's that's hard work right there. That's for sure. Our hearts definitely would keep you warm. Yeah, what's one of those? Actually, when you're chopping wood, you usually don't wear those because you get too many layers. You dress in layers because you get hot. Oh, uh, yes. You you just you can get overheated fast. Now, I some people like just leave those layers on and soak the sweat through, which I don't sweat, so I can't do that. Oh, I so I'd be so I'd be the kid I'd be the kid out working in the wood with my tank top on. Right, right. I would have started the day with like that, and then like a flannel shirt over it, and then like a jacket over that, and then like my downy vest. (laughs) All over. Yeah, we're gonna have to have fun. So. Um, I was asking Golden about his accent, and I don't want anybody to miss the fun conversation that we had about that because it leads to another conversation about how we write. Exactly. And, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll let you tell me because I like the story. Uh, your sure. wonderful mixed accent is due to a result of you traveling a lot. So if you want to tell people a little bit about your travels. Well, sure, 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 sure. I um, – I'm an army rat, so I kind of grew up moving an awful lot. I was born in South Korea, and then we almost immediately moved to Germany. And so I went to, went to early, early school there um, before we moved back to the States, where we spent most of the time before my dad retired from the military, and we ended up moving to the U.K., hence this particular accent that likes to linger and pop up whenever it feels like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, oh, <laughs> I was telling you. Like Eddie, when uh, I talk to my friends in the UK, it like sticks around, and then I go to Walmart, and it's like half British that doesn't look British. I look like half Korean, but not really. And then <laughs> it's a total, total cluster of stuff uh, that mixed together. But the 
Southern Den comes out when I'm angry or mad, especially driving or something like that. And it, it's a, it's a show. It's definitely a show. <laughs> well, now I want to hear when the Southern comes out, but I don't want to make you mad. So, oh, ask Cubs oh, to record well, it next time. <laughs> I need um, a ten second clip. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'll get those y'alls out there. You know, a plenty. <laughs> That's my favorite thing, though. Y'all, y'all come back now. That's from the best little whorehouse in Texas, just so, just in case you guys didn't know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really going to date myself here, being old. That was my first movie <laughs> as a kid that I saw a men's bottoms bare. Oh, wow. I'm trying to remember what mine was. Gosh, I don't know. There were so many movies, I think, that turned me gay back in the day. I just, just one of those. <laughs> Well, well then, things. and then my mother passed on her butt fetish after that, so that didn't help. Oh, see, it was it was like meant to happen then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all... I'm like, yeah, well, you know, the, all the guys are in the locker room, like, oh my goodness, I didn't know that that was such an attractive part of the body. Wow. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so I'm like nine, ten, maybe eleven tops. I can't remember. I'll have to go look and see when it came out. And so that's my first impression of. It was that and uh, Tom Selleck. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That, oh, that's yeah. just the perfect amount of hair on the chest. Absolutely. Just the right amount of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me why I drool. You guys can't see that though, right? I, I, no, no. But thank goodness I can't see a lot of stuff because I, I would get in severe trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how much trouble? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't want to get you in trouble. <laughs> Wait, looking is free, right? I mean, I, I, yeah, you know, you can, you can always look. It's, it's not a bad thing. I mean, you kind of have to look at the shots anyway, right? I mean, artistically speaking, you have to, you know. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you, I've got to direct the models, right? You got to know right. what you're talking about. I told somebody the other day, I'm like, Golden just needs to invite me in the studio. I want to be a fly on the wall for the day. It's a fun time for sure. I think it was when I was interviewing Kevin because my friend Randy's like, way to slip in there, Candy. I'm like, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) This is how you get invitations to tea overseas and uh, hugs from all the boys that are bodybuilding and – also, maybe I might have been offered a time or two to be cowgirl on an Irish soccer team. Oh, wow. I never got to do it, but I was offered at least. So, you know. Well, hey, that's, that's nine-tenths of the, of the thing right there. And it never hurts to ask, right? Because the answer is either going to be yes or no. And if it's no, it's the same place you started anyway. So there you go. Yes, it's just a bonus. That's you know, that's a really good way to look at it. I, I, I tell people all the time, I still have a hard time even, you know, being successful as a photographer. I still have a hard time giving out my business card to people, like in person, uh, right. because I'm always being told no or that, like getting that look like, have you been like staring at me for 20 minutes, you know? Um, and the answer is yes, of course I have. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but here's my or trust me, wink, wink, I will, I, I want to take your picture. You know, it just comes across as weird to me. So I'm, I guess I'm just emanating this weird aura when I'm giving this piece of paper. I actually need to carry my card because a couple of times I'm like, I would really love to get you with a photographer and have you on my, my covers. And they're like, what? I'm like, dude, you can Google me. <laughs> just, I should have brought my card, but you can't look me up. Well, that's too. It's like uh, ultimately they can look me up, and it's not like I'm just like crept out of the, the basement of the house across the street. <laughs> I'm legit, so you can look me up. Here's the card. It's got the name on it. That's all. That's all I want to do is just give this to you. I won't bug you anymore and, and stare and, anymore. And Furious Photog is now copyrighted. It is. I got. I finally got this trademark. It's. It's in the. Um, the opposition phase, but it's been published. So I don't think there's, knock on wood, I don't want to jinx myself. I don't think there's going to be any issues um, with that. So hopefully within a month or so it'll be at, uh, official, official. Um, but it's it's almost there. So that's, that's a so long exciting. process, Mike. 
It is. It is. It's so great. Now, besides being a photographer, you're also an author. Yes. Author, I do mainly um, P&R and uh, fantasy stuff, sci-fi fantasy uh, books, but I have done a couple contemporaries, and I have done some erotica as well. Well, you're a natural at the PNR and the fantasy stuff because your photos are just – I love the ones you do where you make up the characters. You do the cosplay with your, with your pics. Not that all the other stuff is oh, cool, yeah. but I, I love your cosplay pics. I'm like, you keep tempting me to do other stuff that I can't afford to do right now because I don't have time. <laughs> but I want to because Golden just posted a picture, and it's really cool. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's it's always time, right? It, I want to do so much stuff as well, and I'm like, wait, I've got this and this and this coming up, and this to do, and it's crazy. We know it's good well, fun, though. That's at the end of this cool year, fun. being the next year, when we get to do your cover for my Odin's Wolf in the Sea, we'll we'll have a good time. Yes, I can't wait for that. That'd be because that'd be fun. I. I Golden is going to be a techno mage. So for those people that don't know, that means he can actually like just touch anything with Wi-Fi and connect himself. Like he is the internet. <laughs> so you can run like all kinds of remote things and get all the information you want. And because in essence it's magic. So which means there's no firewalls that can block you and unless there's other magic or whatever. So yeah. That's going to be cool. That's going to be awesome. Actually. Like I can't wait to shoot that. And then actually, you know, Tinkle, tinkle with it in the photo. And it's also going to be my first uh, full-length uh, male-male novel, so I'm excited about that. Uh, oh, my, my, my uh, One of my gay husbands has already uh, offered to uh, read it and make sure that the scenes are, are up to par. Awesome. That'll be, that'll did, be great, too. They did the same thing with the scene, my first male-male scene in um, the Viper book that I wrote. So. Awesome. So good I'm to excited. Have a little resource. On, yeah, you know, it really like is, that. and, and <laughs> it's good that I have, a, you know, the guys will just tell me whatever. They'll just, okay, so this is the kind of sex that we like, and we like da-da-da-da, and they're not shy about telling me and coming up with ideas, and so it's fantastic that I have those resources to uh, run things by, because I, I do really strive to kind of make my books as realistic in some ways, because I want to make it totally unrealistic in other ways. Absolutely, I I agree with that wholeheartedly. I did that with well, did that with a few scenes in in, uh, in my first series too, and it was because uh, people were like, "Wait a minute, that's so unrealistic." I'm like, "Wait a minute now." I made sure that things were possible, so um, yeah, it's it's possible. That's all I'm gonna say because I'm yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, and like um, I'm I'm getting ready to to launch the Old West PNR, which you're gonna <laughs> take the cover for um of skip and um so i'm constantly researching like real facts about the old west because i want those to be like spot on the only thing i want to be different is all the paranormal stuff that i add in or if i add in steampunk or something like that but everything else Mm -hmm. i want to be like as factual as possible yeah yeah totally agree totally agree research is fun especially when you when you're doing stuff too because you learn stuff as well and it's always a Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so one of your series is becoming a graphic novel, is that correct? Yes. I'm working on the graphic novel adaptation to The Secret Life of Cooper Bennett, which, uh, those of you who don't know, um, is more of like a a werewolf sister story, uh, kind of a young adult werewolf story that uh, is really popular amongst readers. Actually, my favorite book, mainly because it's, I, I feel as though as a writer you can relate where you, the book where you find your writing voice mm-hmm. <laughs> that you that you really love and grasp, that book was when that happened. So I was like, yes, that's, that's the yeah, one I'm going to help promote. Yeah. I think um, Savannah James was probably mine, my, my first 80s rock and roll book, and that's because I put a lot of, like, her in me. And it really just allowed mm-hmm. me to kind of break away all that stuff that you kind of put in your head when you're right. <laughs> right. Right. Well, that was it with Cooper. It was, I designed the town from the ground up. The town was a character itself. So it was kind of yes. like one of those, you get enough detail in there and you just, you just pour And it, it was one of the faster books that I wrote too, I guess, because of that. 
Um, yeah, I think the more just like, the more excited, the more into the characters we are, the faster the book seems to come. Absolutely, absolutely. And I wasn't even planning a sequel to that, so uh, Cooper can be read as a standalone. Um, but there is a direct sequel to that because all the readers are like, "Well, we want to know what happens to Cooper after." So I'm like, well, I didn't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> Now, see, I'm bad. Most of my books are series because I just can't write their whole story in one book. Right. Well, I, I deliberately tried to frame it that way because I learned my lesson in the first one, my, my first series is six books. And it's like, you know, never wrote before or, or wrote novels before. And uh, let's just leap right in. You know, six book series, woo, just head first. <laughs> and then it was like, you know, let's release them and write them one at a time, not like get some written before so you can release them, you know, once a month or whatever. No, 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 no. We got to spread this, you know, out and then have readers mad at you that you're making them wait and all this stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> my favorite so part. I, and I was like, nope, standalone. That's it. That's all you're getting. And then it's like, oh, but we want more. So I'm like, damn it. Can't win for losing. See, it's usually not the fans that are yelling at me. It's usually the characters. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, they, yeah, I, I need to do a follow-on to that journey series, but they, they were so mad by the end of that series about what happened to them. It was like <laughs> they clammed up. <laughs> yeah. I had a character one time tell me I'm not a fucking werewolf or not a fucking vampire. I'm not a fucking vampire because he didn't want to talk. Uh, vampires are notoriously gregarious. Mm -hmm. They live such a long time; they have to have something to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, they can't like plot evil all the time, or there'd be no people left to plot evil against. So they have to do things like read and stuff like that. Exactly. Exactly. You can't. <laughs> Even though there seems to be enough people out there that I'm getting to that point where I can probably plot evil against a lot of people right now. Uh, I do that in my books. Do you do that in your books? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody will just happen to appear in there. I don't know how that I have happens. Some, you know? I have special demises for people in my books. I really, really do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Been there, done that. Well, one of the series that I have, I don't write often – as often, because it, it takes a lot out of me, because it's a it's a paranormal, but it's serial killers. Like I do a lot of research on actual serial killers. I'll spend months before I decide what the serial killer is going to do, and so that takes me to a really dark place. <laughs> I don't write it as often as I do my other books. Right, I can see where that would kind of take you out of it, and like, yeah, your mind would just be. Whew. But then again, I get to kill people, so that art's kind of fun. As far as killing people that have done bad things to me. In the book, just in case anybody's listening. This is written in audio form only. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Do you have a favorite? I'm going to get you in trouble. Um Maybe I'll ask you, who are a few of your favorite, like, models to work with for book covers or, well, just anything? But You oh, seem to have sure, a lot sure. of fun with, like, Matthew Jose. Oh, yeah. Matthew's fun to work with. Uh, we, we've known each other for, for years, and so it's just one of those relationships that kind of, you know, grew from that. And it's just it, – there's a lot of him in the photos. A lot of times when you shoot, you, you do have limited time, limited – like, especially, like, at a signing – you know, you have a, a hour to two hours of, of shoot time to just get it. Done. You kind of go into that work mode. Um, but on, on those longer protracted shoots, it's easier to kind of get a feel for the person, especially if you know them, to kind of inject yourself in this. So Matthew's definitely one uh, that's uh, fun to work with. Uh, Kevin's great to work with, too. You just interviewed him um, not too long ago. He's a um, he, he really is. And it's just that there's a – it's always great when you meet a good person, one that's overcome a lot of different challenges, and then one that brings to the, the job some professionalism, too, because there's a lot of times that, you know, you work with people as well in any field, and you, you kind of find people that aren't as professional as you would like them to be. And so it makes the job more right. challenging in a bad way. <laughs> right, yeah. Way. 
Um, but in general, I, I really do love all the shoots that I've done. Um, the uh, the ones that I shoot more often, obviously, the ones that can get here more and I've developed more of a personal relationship for, I do get more out of um, right. than, than the, like I said, those quick fire shoots and sessions that, that are done on things like that. But that those are always a, a doorway, and so there's always a chance that you can kind right. of find somebody you connect with on, on some topic or whatever, and boom, you, you, it kind of grows. The relationship grows from there. Um, but, yeah, it, and it obviously depends on how successful they are, too, and what they want to end up doing as far as a career path or um, if, they, if they like being in the spotlight, quote, unquote. You know, it's not like they're, they're making a household name for themselves, but it's still you get a lot of eyes on you, <laughs> and some people right. don't like that. So they kind of get reclusive, and so they kind of shy away from a lot of attention. Um, but and then again, some people like to shoot a lot, and so you kind of get more more exposure with them, um, and FaceTime with them as well. So that's a, that's always fun too. And, and then we turned you loose on TikTok. I know I was not going to join TikTok. I was like, ah, no, I'm not doing it. Like, My well, nephew made me do it. Exactly. Y'all twisted my arm. That's what that's what I'm gonna tell you. No, everybody. seriously, my sixteen year old nephew is like I'm not I'm signing you up. <laughs> so yeah. Right, right. And it's it's and it's 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 great too. I mean I, I, I do I do just hunt for, for talent out there a lot. Um but also um it's just, it's just fun. It's an engaging platform. Right. Uh, for what for you know, a lot of stuff that's on there that, that, that people do. It, it's fun and so um I'm not going to do a lot of the challenges and stuff, no. no, no. <laughs> but it's fun to watch and kind of get, you know, kind of kill some time on there and actually end up finding people to, to work with. It's, it's a too good tool. It's, you know, we were talking um, a little earlier about um, how social media has changed over time, especially like Facebook and things, how you have to pay to play and do the, the uh-huh. thing. Um, but it, to me, TikTok seems to be that kind of, that kind of um, refreshing uh, trip back in time to where Facebook used to be that way, where you can kind of get more exposure just by doing simple things and I, getting your stuff seen. Yeah. yeah. My niche needs to be nature because I, I do not like being on video or film and camera. I, you know, pictures I never have since I was a little girl. So now in person, <laughs> I've actually sang in front of an audience of a few thousand people. I'm okay. But wow. forget about forget about picture or video. I just I'm like no, <laughs> I know, I know. I'm, I'm weird. <laughs> oh no, no, I could totally write it. My old job, I used to do a lot of public speaking on stuff like that. But um, it's I I love taking still photos and stuff like that. I struggle with video a, a lot because one thing is a, a lot of the product you see. Not necessarily on TikTok, but like a lot of the the, the the finer tuned productions, you know, they go through so many rounds of editing and so much time on those. Oh yeah, and it was just woo. It's like it's such a time drain and stuff like that. It's like I just shy away from video. I don't want to be in front of the camera for those. Well, <laughs> like even editing. on the TikTok, you can tell who the professionals are because they've got the big ring lights and the. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm and, like uh, I know how videos beforehand. You know, it's like whoa. It's such a it's such a it's a whole other world too because I got asked just the other day actually if I shot stuff for book um, book trailers and things like that I'm like well <laughs> no <laughs> my story, I just, no. Um, I, because I tried it at one point and it was just so time consuming that it was like you spend all day two minutes of footage that you can use you know and I'm like wow that's the whole day gone and I could have edited like seven thousand you know. 700 pictures or whatever um, in that amount right. of time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, one of the things that I admire about you as a photographer is that um, you won't just photograph anyone. Like, I know that, like, somebody with a bad attitude or something like that, that you wouldn't want to represent your brand. Right. Um. I feel that way too about the, the models, um, and that's why you know one of the reasons I know whatever model I get is going to be okay from from your page is because they're kind of already pre-approved by Golden. And <laughs> if they pass it, the crazy it, author test, you're on the cover. And and you know, 
not to say it hasn't happened before because people change, you know, on a dime it seems these days. Um, and then you got to quickly move. But it's like we uh, there's there's steps that that can be taken to help and things like that that I definitely have learned to incorporate in. And it's amazing. It's always a lifelong learning thing. You know, we were talking about that too. It's, it's always things are always getting updated. Contracts are always getting updated. Um, yeah. Procedures because there's always inevitably going to be the one person model, you know, author client anybody other photographer out there that does something and you're like whoa <laughs> no um and so you have to protect yourself and your brand because you don't work that hard to get stuff built up only to have one person over here you know tear it down with whatever so uh, yeah yeah it's always, exactly yeah it's, it's i try to be proactive with a lot of stuff but sometimes you just yeah have to be and, and i wonder if some of the models know that going into it that it's it's when you're putting yourself out there in the public, that means you're putting your opinion out there in the public. Um, that's something right. I learned as an author. <laughs> yeah, there are, there are lots of things I think, and there are lots of things I don't say. Right, and I try to be a mentor in that capacity for those that want it. You know, some right. some don't necessarily want it, don't need it, um, but then others are just going to do whatever they want to anyway. You know, and it's like, ugh. They're always making the ugh sound, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's true, that's true. And uh, Sherry and I both want to thank you for actually recommending Kevin for our uh, newsletter. Absolutely, absolutely. He, I'm glad that's that. He was great and a lot of fun. And he just recommended somebody else actually too, uh, Dave. I'm going to have to go look. I am bad with names. Yeah, Was it Cook? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah. He, he's got a good story as well to – to listen to, so that'll be that'll be fun, or read about, depending on what format it takes. So that'll uh, be fun. Well, the you you've seen the off the questions that I give the models. Those are mostly fun. I actually like to do the more in depth on this when I get a chance to talk, so that you really get a feel. Um, I feel that like sometimes the emotional the emotions in people's voices go with what they're saying, and that. You can't really understand that unless you're writing a whole book about the person. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. You know, so we so we get more in depth. Um, you talking than we would if if I just wrote a little snippet about you because the little blurb that I wrote doesn't even begin to you know talk about you know who you are and your personality and um, so that's why I think that these things are, I know everybody's going to do the video podcasts and stuff, but again, Candy mm-hmm. is shy, so she's going to stick with this. If Golden likes Candy in that regard. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the, historically speaking, the show does have 770,000 listens now, so I must not be doing too bad. No, not at all. Um, but yeah, it's like I, I've been—I'm <laughs> like I hated video teleconferences when I was like, in corporate life, you know. And it was like I'm not doing them like now. <laughs> oh man, Skip them, has to know. do that every day, like multiple conferences. That's, that's sometimes that's all he does all day long. I know. See, that would drive me insane now, especially because I, I left that. I mean, if I had to go back to that, it would be more. I would purposely I just remember... like wear my pajamas or just because do... I'd get fired quick. Cause what? I just. Do... I was in a meeting one time, and it was literally an conference call. And at the end of it, they were like, you know, we really need to have another meeting to discuss an agenda that we should have had for this meeting. And I'm like, what? Um, We need a meeting to discuss the agenda for the meeting we just had. Yeah, basically. And I'm like, this is corporate life right now. This is just – I'm in the twilight zone. So that was like, wow, why? and I'm sure that happens to people all the time, especially now with all the Zoom calls and everything. I'm sure they're bored to tears. Right. Well, and there's some people and, that that love it. I mean, they love the corporate life, and that's cool, but it's not for all of us. Uh, no, I was not. It was not for me. Ultimately, um, it was it was great, and I'm, I'm glad for it and glad to experience the relationships from there. But it was just that environment. Maybe it was just a specific company. Not sure. Um, was just not ultimately for me because you see things, you know, as you as you grow in your career and you see how career paths develop and stuff like that. And it was just like you could just see some of the things was was just more corporate speak than actual action. So it was like, no, I'm uh, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> now, have you ever gotten to photograph somebody that you fanboy over? 
<laughs> well, I mean, I have to, like, most people know that uh, Robert Kelly, I totally fangirl over him. Poor guy. He's so sweet <laughs> to me because, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> He's awesome. He's awesome. I'm trying to think, really. He totally, he totally puts up with my fangirl all the time. And he's like, no, you're a friend, <laughs> not a fangirl. <laughs> I, I, I'm struggling to come up with somebody because – well, I, I admit, let me go back because this is really – he's not in the industry anymore. Gary Taylor, I don't know if you know who that is. Yes. I, I, yes. He, when I wrote I my first book, I, I modeled that male character after him completely, like right. the two kids and everything. Right. I was super blessed back in the day because Gary had worked with um, Michael Downs actually for All American Guys way back when, when he was like 18 or so, um, and that was a while before. And I didn't, and I and I met him through a friend of mine here in town, who actually knew him, and he lived in Florence at the time, which is really where my my uh, my dad's side of the family lives. And I'm like, whoa, what a coincidence, right? Um, and so that's where we had hit it off, and he was actually one of my first clients back in the day. So I kind of attest some of that popularity and growth of the brand to working with him at the time um, because it was just so amazing. You know, it was, like, amazing. Those pictures still pop up. Of course, I had a different watermark at the time, so it was, like, chopped off. But I'm like, that was, I know that picture. <laughs> I know so, that one that, that I posted the other day. He's like, that's one of mine. I'm like, oh. and so, you know, I'm like, okay, so now I need a watermarked copy that I can share, by the way. <laughs> I, I love him so hard. Oh. I know it was, but yeah, I fangirled over him when uh, he was on All American Guys. So it's like you know, years later when you like actually get to shoot somebody and they don't live, they live in the same, basically the same town as you, same area. Um, right. You're like, wow, great. Uh, so that was a fun experience. That has to be my my probably my first and uh, the ma- most major, I guess fanboy reaction to someone and then getting to shoot them. Cause it was funny cause every, everyone now it's like they, they come to me or I, I, I look up, look them up online and it's like the, it, it, it it's odd. The relationship, it, it, it's not really fanboying and getting super stoked. It's just like emailing each other. <laughs> it's so boring. Um, but like, well, there's just, no, but it, person, it's like, Oh God. <laughs> I'm just going to say right now, if you ever get a photograph of The Rock or Jason Momoa, I need to be there. Maybe on the other side of a two-way mirror, but I just really need to be there. <laughs> All right. I, a celebrity. I don't know if I could actually get him to sign off to be on cover, but it's like, I just want my little watermark on the damn picture. That would be amazing. Right? Like, oh, level, you know, level achieved. Level up. <laughs> Okay, now, Kaylin Hughes is my favorite redhead, like, forever. Is he, like, pretty cool to work with? Uh, yes, actually. He's more he's more offline now. Um, but back when I first met him, he had gotten in touch with me through the agency he was signed with out of New York at the time. And so they had messaged me and was setting up the shoot and everything. And I was like, oh, cool, redheaded guy, you know, whatever. Cool. <laughs> and then he shows up, and it's like this. Big redheaded dude, and you know redheads. It's like it's hit or miss with the redhead. It's like, but this guy steps out of the truck, and it's like, boom. I'm like, wow. I love redheads. Exactly right. And, uh, yeah, he kind of affirmed love for gingers. Like, wow. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite uh, ginger friends who just ate up. It's like gingers have no souls. You know that, right? He's like, that's why. That's why I had to buy one. He bought a Kia Soul, and that's what he told people. He didn't. Have, gingers have no soul, so that was one of the our jokes forever. Absolutely. But yeah, right. redheads are are very fiery and and fun. Mm-hmm. But he is. He definitely is. Yeah. Uh, is there yeah, anybody that you that you haven't signed that? maybe you'd want to that I haven't yeah oh gosh the, probably the list is like humongous <laughs> <laughs> have you worked but, have you gotten a chance to work with uh, D- uh Darren James Dedman yet uh yes actually I was one of the first people to work with him oh, um awesome. he he uh got in touch with me gosh can't remember the year but we shot in Vegas one time yeah 
for those people wondering, I have looked through his photographs so many times that I can't remember all the people that are in it. But I guarantee you, I've been in every folder you've had. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was trying to, when I was migrating my website, the web hosts from one to the other, I had to do it manually, you know. And I'm like, my God, I've shot with so many people. It's like, oh, it literally took me two weeks to move all the photos over. It was crazy. That. And what most people don't realize is that that's just a small portion of the photos that you actually took. I, um, before I started writing, I uh, helped a guy that wanted to get into modeling. And um, so one of the things I got to do was see every photograph taken in a shoot to help like Kim and the photographer narrow down which ones they wanted to put mm-hmm. up. Um, and I just remember one role was like 500 photos. That was my first experience. <laughs> it was like 555 yeah. photos or something like this. And there's like 30 really great ones. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, exactly. It's like, well, yeah, I was getting to the point now. It's like I'll do a shoot. And the process still takes forever. You know, you got to proof them and everything. And um, I was just like, now it's just, oh, I'm just going to upload as many as I can at once because this is going to take years if I don't. Um, <laughs> but there's always slight variants, too, that, that I, always, I I found that I've sold some that I would not have picked personally, you know. Um, but uh, So I'll upload a batch in that particular group, and then an author will pick one that they that speaks to them. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad that I started doing that because it's like there's just small little variations, like a facial expression or even eyebrow week or something and um it's like wow that shot sold and i would never have you know edited it myself and posted it or whatever but it was in there and so they they were able to pick it that's awesome yeah well my most recent experience is uh gene um took a picture of robert kelly for me for a magic book that i'm going to have out and um Awesome. Again, the fangirl thing. I had 250 some, maybe almost 300 photos of Robert to go through. When you're a fangirl, mm-hmm. you know how hard that is. Oh yes. Trust it literally me. took me two months to decide on the photos. It, did you narrow it down to like a handful that you were flipping between, or was it still like 30? Yeah, yeah, no, no. I got them narrowed down. I kept, I kept making myself like finally. I had like a list of 50 that I loved, and I kept making myself like choose. And choose and choose. And then when I got down to like six, I sent them to Robert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, which one of these do you really like the most? <laughs> and that's how we did that because I couldn't well, that's, choose. That's what I do with some edits too. It's like I'll pull up the files and I'm like, I got to schedule this shot of, you know, well, I'm going to use Kevin again because, you know, he's just in our conversation. But it's like I got to schedule this shot of Kevin and I'll pop him over to Eric and I'm like, hey, which one? And it's like they're almost the same, honestly. And he's just like, the left one, you know, but, um, <laughs> but ultimately it's it's like, I need people. help because I one speaks to, to the audience. It's like, here, help me pick one. I mean, we're laughing about it, but it kind of does sometimes get tedious because your, your, your mind starts to melt with the, just the subtle differences of like 10 or 12 shots and which one, yeah, it really is going to be like the best facial feature and how you capture the light this way and how you did that that way. And, and, um, like, absolutely. You know, I wouldn't know anything about so- that though. If I hadn't have had that other experience, um, I'd just be looking at the picture going, yeah, that one's cool. <laughs> right. Well, exactly. Exactly. And that's what always gets me too. And I always, <laughs> I always laugh when people are like, Oh my God, how are you able to like maintain your composure during your shoots and stuff like that? And I'm like, by the end of the shoot, by the end of the proofing process and editing, it's like you're so sick of looking at abs and shoulders, <laughs> and back, legs. You're just like, I'm just want to upload these effing pictures and be done. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's not a problem. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> No problem at all. It's like no, no. It's 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 work at that point. <laughs> like, right. I mean, it's a lot of fun, but it's also work. It is. It is. It's like now I'm hungry, so it's like I gotta go eat. So let me go eat. <laughs> you kill me with those recipes on your page, man. I'm getting ready to do keto again. I'm gonna have to like steer clear of your your food posts. <laughs> it's like that. I want to news you now because you're. you're Posting too many pictures and then you're posting too much food. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> 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 no, 
Nope, I usually just like the stuff and go on. So I, I'm talking like the food stuff or whatever. I'll just like like it or or do whatever emoji I'm going to do and then just go on so I don't look at it. Right? <laughs> it's like I'm interacted. I'm good. I'm gone. <laughs> just like the, the pictures. Too. Just like the pictures that people share of a couple people like, that I don't really care for. I just like I hide that post and go on. <laughs> Absolutely. I've been <laughs> It's not, I mean, it's a, you know, I think that's the easiest way to handle things. Okay, so I, you know, you, again, you get in that industry thing, and you're like, okay, so you find person A was really an asshole to you, but you're not going to go around telling everybody else that because they have to form their own opinions, but then you see that person A all over the place, and you're like, hide. <laughs> I, I may or may not have done that. Um, <laughs> Wait, uh, but yeah, I told do we have the same person A? And I'm kidding. <laughs> I know, right? We'll compare notes. Actually, when we I think meet we do them. have at least one person in common. Yes, for sure. We probably do. As a, oh god, this is telling on myself, but hey, that's what the interviews are for. As an in- <laughs> As a as a photographer, I keep a uh, you know the, the 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 naughty list of of folks you know. Yes. And uh, I tell you, it's it's amazing looking back at it. But it goes it dates back honestly back to 2012. So everybody you know that I've encountered, but it's like hit like 75 people, and I'm like, am I that much of of a prude and like? It's <laughs> <laughs> like not necessarily. But just, literally, they have to have done something to me personally, you know. Exactly. That, that gets them on there. So, so yeah. To me, the person's an, an, an asshole, but you know, to others, they may uh, they may be nice. I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. And so, <laughs> rather than just being somebody I would have been, you know, twenty years ago, and going, well, that person, blah, 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 I'm just like, no, no, we're just going to ignore them and go on. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what I do. I do not I see you. Track. You do not exist. We're going to move on now. Absolutely. It's so easy to keep scrolling. I wish more people would do that because it's like, oh, these. <laughs> I very rarely negative comment on anything to anybody. And it's usually if I'm sticking up for something or something like that, but it's just not worth it. Um, well, I stopped even to... sharing any political posts, positive or negative, because I just got so much. BS that I'm like, I don't even want to deal with this. I know. It's like I got other stuff I have to get done. I don't need all this other stuff. You know, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Well, because well, I'm the kind of person that if, if somebody's having a debate on my page, as long as they're not, like, being stupid and right disrespectful and blah, 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 I'll let them continue to debate. Whether you're my friend or not my friend, whoever's winning, it doesn't matter to me. As long as people are cordial and just giving their different opinions and whatever. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I totally agree with that. And I do the same thing. It's just when, like you said, when people devolve into not being that way, that it, it kind of gets easy to be like, okay. Bye. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've seen this on your page a couple of times. And since we have a captive audience, <laughs> um, I want to tell people the importance of watermarking professional photos. Oh, gosh, yeah, that's been a hot-button issue for me. It seems this last week or so, hasn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's just been one of those ever-rising challenges, and I'm not sure what's driving it, it seems, but a lot more people seem to want photos online of, of people that have no watermarks or let you know who took the photo or anything like that. Um, when I first started, I popped that sucker like in the corner, or it would be very small on an image. And like we saw with with Gary Taylor's photos and with um, other photos that I've taken, especially with Jake Wilson on a bike uh, with his T-shirt on, um, that particular photo is the one that has lost me the most money over the years, as far as licensing fees and everything else goes. It is the oh, wow. stolen one. Um, it's on like every biker T-shirt website, whatever, oh, and one wow. website, a different shirt for every state, and I'm like, what? Um, which would have cost a pretty penny to license that way, but it's like, wow. So, yeah, my the work with uh, doing the whole takedown thing has been fun. It's It could probably be full-time in its own right. 
But um, I bet. Yeah, but that's why the center of the photo. Um, it's faint, but it's it's in the center. Maybe, and I actually prefer it that way because I want the photographer and the model to have, you know, recognition. Well, absolutely. It, it it helps the brand get out there, obviously. By, well, it does. It's right there in the middle. It's like, who took this photo? Right there. Um, but it's also a means – it prevents a lot of stuff. And somebody even mentioned catfishing in one of the comments on the post. And I oh, didn't even yeah. Think of that. I was always thinking about just the stolen work from a commercial standpoint, but they don't want the watermark on there so they can pretend like it's them more easily and, you know, do whatever they want to do with those photos as far as trying to get money out of people or other things where it's like, nope, that's not really the person. Uh, yeah. Um, Brian Heiser on Facebook, he had to, he has to do that to all these pictures. Uh-huh. He has to watermark them. Just, just his, his regular selfie pictures because he gets so many people that steal them and pretend they're him. Absolutely. And Joe Absolutely. Warden says that's why he takes a lot of pictures where his full face is not in it. Mm, that's actually not a bad idea. Of course, I know you shot with him because I have uh, bought one of your pictures last year. Yes. Yes, he's, yes, I appreciate Yes, beast, he's going to be out again. So, well, there's like, and then you took more pictures of him and Erica, and I'm like, oh, you're killing me. I want that one and that one and that one. And <laughs> I'm still waiting for the book fairy to give me more money for pictures, Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's a challenge for sure. Day in and day out, it's like, Always something uh, with uh, the photos, and somebody trying to make a clue. But I saw something on a freebie the other day that I'm trying to work with right now that somebody had taken a photo off another cover and um, chopped it up and is using it for their little freebie on their on their uh, <sighs> newsletter. I'm like, wonderful, because somebody emailed me and was like, "Is this your photo?" I'm like, "Yeah." Well, see, I even oh, ask at- for selfies from the people that I put in my newsletter because I don't want, you know, right. a picture in them. <laughs> so, I'm like, can I have a selfie to put in there? And then I give professional links to, to their, their stuff. So, yeah, no. Absolutely. I try to use, if I can't get permission from a, from a photographer or whatever, obviously if I don't know who took it, I'm not going to be able to do it. But, um, like, for the promos on, on people coming up for shoots and stuff like that, I try to use selfies as well for that very reason also. You're not, you know, getting into trouble with anybody. That's right. So who do you have uh, upcoming in the next couple months? Let me see upon this calendar. Ooh, I ask him questions and make him work. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, thank goodness I'm at the computer. <laughs> I, like, live at the computer. At the mm-hmm, me too. Um, <laughs> I have a couple of shoots coming up this next week, and they're still a bit spread out due to, like, the COVID thing and everything. But uh, I, we moved Kaylin to this upcoming Saturday. Um, I've got Joe Adams coming up this Wednesday. Zach Fox oh, my gosh, on she's the so awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I guess the big one that's coming up is on the 15th. It would be the, the MM shoot with David and Kevin. Um, yeah, and I've got a few more returns. Yep, shoot is on the twentieth of May, and uh, let me see that I've got Dylan and Joe Keller off of TikTok coming in. Uh, May is pretty full as far as that goes, and then I start to travel thing in June, so that should be interesting. It's like I haven't done that in. Oh, then well, you had like to reschedule June. Scott, right? Yeah, Scott hasn't been. Uh, it doesn't have a date assigned yet because we want to make sure he's got a path forward on what his, you know, what he's able to do, what his plan is before we put a date on the calendar. Right. But um, should be interesting going forward after June, which I'm hoping will be fun or, or a step back in the right direction after 2020 for sure. Um, but some more fun shoots on locations um, in different cities with people that uh, didn't get to happen last year, obviously. And Golden will come to Oklahoma. I just need nine hot guys. Just need nine. Or no, only eight because we, we because we agreed that that Devin could be one. What? This uh, is the, the, the one girl. So I need eight right. hot guys. 
Yeah, we can like if she wants, we can like pair up too, and then we got like maximum, you know. That's right. Dollar for our time, so to speak. Um, but yeah, I, well, I just to need to go kidnap time. Dylan Horse and get him together with Devin. There you go. He's what? He, I don't even know where he is nowadays. I wanted to say he's in round of that area, but I'm not sure if he's still there. I don't know. I mean, he comes with Hillary to all the stuff, so. I'm thinking he's nearby, but I have to go back and look because he's not on social, well, at least on Facebook anymore. So Uh, I got to go stalk and see. I'm trying to get everybody over to MeWe because we can have fun over there. Right, and not be, like, thrown in jail for, for a curse word that's not really a curse word or you know, solicitation. I got, really not. Uh, Saturday, I got this notification <laughs> that says you've been blocked for 30 days <gasps> from this picture. Now, I've been blocked for like, I was blocked all of February, by the way, <laughs> part of March. Um, so this picture they flashed was like from April of 2020, first of all. And secondly, mm-hmm. they'd already banned me for it last year. It was remember the shower challenge, where oh, the guys were in the shower God. and seeing what they could fit. And it was mm-hmm. all around Facebook, and all I did was share a picture. And and they tried. Luckily, I got the notification, but so far, I'm not actually banned again. <laughs> I've noticed they've been doing that too, but I was surprised that my feel on the last one you threw, and they come back so quickly. But, yeah, one of my – but I used to get banned a lot more. <laughs> I have never won an appeal. I've won <laughs> one. Uh, but the, they used to ban – like you just shared that particular post. I shared a sponsored ad one time and basically was like, what the heck? How can this be a sponsored ad? And I got banned. I got like, a 30-day ban for sharing uh, information about a blog hop. No picture. Unreal. No nothing. Just the – words and none of them were cuss words not even one yeah it's crazy it's like i don't know how you can call them standards when they're really not (laughs) especially when they go back like they went back 10 years on one of my posts absolutely absolutely i'm like if you want to go back and ban them fine but you shouldn't be punishing me for something that, that because you changed the standards 10 years ago Absolutely. It's like no, it was fine then. It's, and especially if you if you were having a sponsored ad here, you're taking money from somebody, and then somebody's sharing it. The whole point of an ad, right? And then you're banning people. That's just that's just wrong. <laughs> right. Which leads me to believe that unless you're paying thousands of dollars a month to Facebook, you're going to get banned, and your stuff's going to get hidden. And Absolutely. yeah. I would, I would, yes, I would in a heartbeat agree with you because that's been my big thing. It's like, it's all ad spend. It's, it's, it, it really is. It's like they want that money, and it's like a certain threshold. They no written down threshold, but it's there. Um, <laughs> right. They're gonna be okay with your with your quote unquote solicitation picture. <laughs> um, easy peasy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're actually close to time, believe it or not. So can you tell everybody uh, the multiple places that they can find you at? Absolutely. You can find me on all social media. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Furious Photog. You can find me on Twitter at One Furious Photog. You can find me on TikTok at Furious Photog. And you can find me on the, um, the old internet at FuriousPhotog.com. <laughs> I'm Furious Photog. Are you Furious Photog at Furious Photog? <laughs> yes, I am, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's okay. I'm Candy at Midnight Candy, so there you go. There you go. <laughs> I've had so much fun, um, even if I, you know, you can come back anytime you want. So I'd love to have you again, just whenever. Well, and uh, so we can talk and, and uh, just, uh, you know, maybe I can talk Randy what? into coming on and we can have a really good time. There you go. There you go. You can definitely do it. I, I'm uh, always picking yeah, up all my friends. Oh, yeah. 
So I want to thank uh, everybody um, for listening in, and uh, thank you for those joining us in the chat room. Uh, big shout out to uh, Sherry and Raven this week for my book launch because that was a hell of a party. It was almost a 12-hour party in my my chat room, so our, uh, we had fun. Ooh. And thank you once again, Golden, for uh, coming and letting me just you know talk your head off. <laughs> oh, absolutely! It was fun. Thank you for having me. It's been it's been great. <laughs> You're welcome, and uh, I will go compare notes now. Um, (laughs) See you later, everybody. Good night.